this person is listening to my voice, I urge him in the name of law and order to desist from this one-man crusade and turn himself into the police. Call him a mad vigilante. Call him a hero. Either way, he's always on target. And you get to love it. You can call him Libra on Underground Cartoon Therapy. Up here at the top of Glendale Cemetery, I pull out a joint. There's a family of coyotes just right down the hill. They hang out here too. They're all over LA. One time I saw a coyote out here. But it wasn't a normal coyote. It was a skinwalker, huh? That's another story. But that's definitely how my witchcraft shit began. With stories like that. I wouldn't even be in this position right now. If I hadn't had the balls to just go ahead and make the first kill. Which actually killed 33 men of the cloth. Our Lady of Angels. I'm standing at the grave of one Terrence Biggs. Engaged to one Arvea Wilson. At one point before I put a fucking napalm douche up this guy's asshole turns out I killed her husband he was one of these pedophile priests working at the fucking church he was with the original gang as it were that was running LAPD along with other church officials that's who the widow maker is it's a little baby that I used to babysit. I don't know if she knows it's me or not. I think she's just after Libra. I guess we're going to have that final showdown. I can feel it in my witcheries. <laughs> As it were. Uh, real deal comes from a long line of abortion, incest, inbreeding, much like the 13 families that run the world. <laughs> Bunch of fucking inbred assholes. They like keeping their power structures inside their shit. I don't know if that was the deal with real deal. I guess his mom was a pedophile, pornographic fucking crackhead, everything burrito supreme star that you could fucking think of out here in Hollywood he was supposed to be an abortion I guess he grew up just in the mean alleys of Hollywood like some crazy Sasquatch kid raised by one fucking inner dominating fucking gang after another with all the pedophile bullshit and you can just see that's product of your environment kind of conditioning dude came from. I never get down with people judging the way that they do, you know. I only can protect. And I know what's wrong. 
And if I hear people talking about hurting kids in front of me, I'm just going to crack your fucking head open. I'm really going to do it in front of everybody and God. Thankfully, it's been something I can track them down to and do something a little smarter than just one-time approbations. This whole place led me into witchcraft. When I did my first run out here in L.A., I did get into Nickelodeon, but I had a friend that was in the LAPD. She was a shadow op working with the FBI. I remember getting the call. She told me I had to leave, and I wasn't allowed to work there, basically. That was a hard kick in the nuts. They were trailing some guy who's been working there, big-time pedophile for years. Can't put a bust on him. The moment I find out I'm going to hurt the guy, they're going to put me in prison. Oh yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Hence why I left Hollywood. After that, I made a deal with the creator. It took like a, a year of wandering around the Pacific Northwest. Going to all these mountains, which I consider... To be the truck stops of the three aliens, Alpha Draconians, Palladians, and Archons. They know their asses aren't supposed to be over here. And they're actually part of the fucking problem. And to me, as a pedophile hunter, the Alpha Draconian are the reason that that pedophile shit is even around. They keep it around. They market it. It's part of their world-dominating fucking world tour bullshit. In the end, you'll see. They'll be a big part of what is the driving force behind Hollywood. You know. It'll be like, oh, that's QAnon, Kabbalic, fucking uh, blah, blah, blah. Hey, the proof's in the pudding, man. You're not going to be able to label this shit after it's all out, so it won't matter. The truth is the truth, just like the truth is, I know who Widowmaker is, it's Arvea Wilson, she's come to kill Libra, now I'm going to have to deal with that reveal, but once that's done, if I play my little cards right, she'll help me kill Real Deal, and that's going to be where it all pays off, buddy. 25 years ago, I was babysitting a little kid named Arvea. Ah, <laughs> I was friends with Murtis, and Murtis was friends with my mom, and there's a connection there. I remember taking care of the baby and going over to this park in Long Beach where Murtis lived. And there is an open stage in this public park. And I was like, you like to dance, little one? She's like, yeah, I want to dance. And little kids, they need that creativity in their life. To think about all the dangers that these kids go through like that. 
when they should just be enjoying their life, dancing around, being happy, singing. <laughs> I love that kid, man. I told Murtis, too, one of the greatest kids in the world. And Murtis was like, yep, I know it. <laughs> I watched her grow up a few years, and I remember one time we were out in this storefront that I had rented, and I had a toy store in Eagle Rock outside of North Los Angeles. I scored this little tricycle, and she was riding it around. And she fell down, and she skinned up her knee. Oh, little one. My eyes start to swell as I think about all the kids I've actually had to take care of before I became a violent motherfucker that had to take out the ones hurting the kids. I tried to just be there as much as I could, drawing with these kids. In my public persona, I still am that guy, but they don't get to see what I have to do at night. The guys I have to take out, like the man that she trusted and loved, it's going to be a hard one to tell her, you know, your husband was a pedophile scumbag. I don't even know how to tell someone that you love like that. But the battle will come down because she's not going to let it go. I hope that she sees me and that she sees that I'm telling the truth. But I see it and I can tell that that's exactly what's going to happen. Down in the toy district in downtown L.A., I meet up with the dingbats. Pretty much have been developing a code with these little kids who just run around the streets. They absorb all the information that the streets have to offer. They're smart enough not to be used, but play dumb enough just to get what they need. <laughs> Down to my last bowl of sativa here. I usually don't let myself get this low while I'm fucking doing a mission like this. It turns out about four weeks ago, some information came to me off the desk of Mikola, who I have been <laughs> extorting just fine over the last 30 days. He hasn't had much to say. It's for the best that he keeps his mouth shut. That way he can keep his little shamble marriage and I don't have to fucking destroy it. I take a walk down 6th into the flower district down another alley, Shanty Alley. I find my little friend Layla. She comes to me and says, there's more docks than Area 51. The three that you're looking for are in Santa Monica working out of a furniture department near the pier. She gives me a couple numbers and then she stresses out and says, my cousin's a part of it. And I was like, what do you mean? Is he victimized or is he victimizing? She goes, you have to get him out of there. 
You're the only one that can. You're the Libra. And then I hear this noise from behind me. And I turn back around and she's gone. Nothing but sewer smoke coming out of a lid in the middle of a dark, rather danker street. She's gone, but I'm going to keep my word. And it's time to take a ride to Santa Monica. Santa Monica Pier. It's the end of the tourist season. And it's about the end of this night. This is the last ride on this carousel. I've been tracking down three particular guys that are remedial elementary school teachers working at a school in Orange County where at least six kids, I estimate, have been gone missing. And I'm pretty sure these guys are behind it. I'm pretty sure they've been bringing them down here somewhere. And then these kids are never seen again. Some things just go on too long, you know. Someone's got to do something about it. The ride shuts down. I'm going to track these motherfuckers down. They slowly walk to their car. He goes up to his car, and I can clearly see that there's a kid in the back of the car that doesn't belong to him. I walk up to him and crack his fucking head in. As soon as I open the door on the passenger side, the kid bolts. I don't even get a chance to ask the kid where he's from, get him the right kind of help or anything. He is out of there. Suddenly, I look behind me, and there's two of his other friends coming up from behind. So I grab my taser. I got a couple of them, actually. And I'm about to use them both on fucking Los Blocos fucking Nuttos. Pop them both in the nuts. They both fall to the ground and start drooling at the mouth. I ask him, where are they? Where's the rest of them? Let's go. I got a key in my back pocket. That's where they're at. The furniture store down there. Take it. Don't mind if I do, motherfucker. I take a key and I walk right through the back door of this furniture place. There's no alarm set because there's obviously people in here already. I walk down this aisle. Lots of chandeliers and mirrors. Lots of glass. Lots of fucking glass. Just when I'm trying to estimate how many fucking motherfuckers might be in here, I get attacked from the back. He throws me into the glass. But I don't take his shit. Not at all. He doesn't know it, but I take a shard from behind and I fucking shove it right into his fucking side. And then I rip it. Slowly across his stomach, so his entrails are just dropping out of him. It's pretty grotesque. It's like some shit that I saw in a creep show movie or something when I was a kid. He pulls out the glass and he falls to his knees, and I tell him, Where is the other guy, motherfucker? I punch his ass out. The other guy comes. Boom! 
I fucking knock his ass out too. There's pictures of kids all over the place stabbing raped. I take his face and I grind it into the side of the fucking mirror. I want you to see what you look like. One more time, one pathetic swing left, and I smash his fucking face into the mirror one last time. Pictures everywhere, man. This shit's been going on for a long time. Don't know what to do with people like this except to kill them. Is that what you want? I can hear the cops coming down the road. I'm gonna do this motherfucker a favor. I stick it in his eye socket. I leave a little breath mint for the cops so they don't choke on the fucking shit that they're about to step into. It's fucked up. As I drive away from the crime scene, I get a text from Rugburn, one of the dingbats. He texts me, the Widowmaker's got her, got Layla, you're the only one that can save her, if you surrender to the Widowmaker, they'll release her, it's probably a trap, but that's what we got, end of text, <sighs> not good. I pull outside of Our Lady of Angels about three blocks away. I get loaded up. I got about four guns. I got a long ranger too, but I don't think I'm gonna need it. I don't wanna use any guns at all, cause I know who this is. How far we have come since we were babies. Oh well. I creep on the side of the Our Lady of Angels temple, the north side, where they had rebuilt it from where I had previously blown it to shreds. <laughs> Inside, there's the widow. She makes no hesitation. She's got the baby Layla with a gun in her head. You know the drill, Libra. I know the drill, Widowmaker. I throw my guns to the ground and put my hand in the air. Let her go, Widowmaker. She's just a kid. I'm the one that you came after. And I'm going to hand myself over to you. And I know why you're here. You killed my fucking husband. I know. Let the kid go. Come on. She looks at the kid with some resentment, but you could tell under her mask of ripped off Hemplar fucking shit that she ripped off my ass <laughs> that she didn't want to hurt the kid either 
As Layla walks up to me, she looks up at me and says, My cousin let me know that you freed him out of the evil man's car. Aha! There's the connection. And I ended up keeping my promise. Go, Layla, run! The dingbats are waiting for you. You'll see them out there. Go be safe. What about you? I got this. I got this. She runs outside and I can hear her team up with the dingbats and I know she's safe. And she disappears into the horizon. I take off my mask. And she takes off hers too. And there's no gunplay. There's just this understanding. I tell her, look, your husband was a pedophile. And he hurt children for a long time. She pulls out a shotgun and she says, I know, but I don't care. I'm like, Arvea. She cocks the shotgun towards my head. I'm like, don't do it. It's not worth it. Plus, you want the same thing I want. What the fuck do you know about what I want? She blasts holes through the fucking ceiling. And as little crumbles come from the ceiling, so that the tears from her broken eyes. I can't explain to her how much I feel bad for having destroyed her life. And I say, baby, don't cry. And she looks up and she goes, the tricycle. And I said, yep, I didn't forget. We got about five minutes before the cops get here. There's a donut sale down the street. I make her laugh a little. She says, where do we go from here? We're going to go blackmail Corey Feldman. How's that sound? Well, why are we still here? You've been listening to Libra on Underground Cartoon Therapy.